live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. That's correct, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very, very, very much. Let me get a nice slurp of coffee before we begin on this wonderful Monday morning. Mm-mm-mm. Drain the swamp. That's what my coffee cup says. Thank you so very much. It is Monday morning, April 20th, year of our Lord, 2021. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and this is Live from America, coming to you from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. Thank you all so very much for joining in today. What a weekend we've had. What a weekend I've had, my family, and I know most of you are aware of what's going on, which we will get to in a moment. I would like to thank all of the people who um, listen on the podcast. I'd like to thank you all who have signed up for the newsletter. So when things like what happened to me this weekend happen, you know exactly when and where to follow and find the show because there's always some kind of trickery or foolery, tomfoolery, I guess you can call it, going on on the part of big tech and their attempt to silence every single one of us. Today is the opening day also of Frank Speech, which is the new social media platform put out by Mike Lindell. I am an influencer uh, content provider for that social media platform. However, there have been some delays this weekend, as expected. Look, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm a big part of helping Freedom Fan as well, and I understand the ins and the outs and how difficult it is to give people a solid date when it comes to putting out a social media website and then sticking to that date without any problems happening, which there was some um, this weekend. So uh, you might see a little bit of uh, delay in Mike Lindell's frank speech, uh, in the proper working of it anyway. Um, but it'll get there. All we got to do is have patience. Remember, God is in control. We are on God's time. And I don't know if you got to see Lynn Wood's speech on the stage in Tulsa, Oklahoma over this weekend, but it was mwah, phenomenal. And he nailed it and hit the nail on the head with pretty much everything he said. If you have not seen that, you'll definitely be able to find that on Telegram. Uh, and, and you'll see it on his Telegram uh, page as well. And you can probably find it on Rumble too. Um, so let's give uh, some shout outs because I did open up some beautiful pieces of mail this weekend and uh, since we're not live this week because of what happened on YouTube uh, it's really it's gonna be really hard for me to give live shout outs to anybody until we uh, you know until we pick up a platform that allows uh, people to watch live again now I know there's live stream out I mean not live stream uh, streamyard out there and I know there's Vimeo out there and a couple other live streaming platforms um, the the difference or the reason why you don't you're not watching me there is because I'm still in the process of adding adding all of those platforms for distribution and I'm on a very specific step process in which I'm doing this uh, so you might have to um, you might just have to watch the, this week's shows on Rumble or listen on the podcast 
and everything is pre-recorded right before we uh right before 11 and 5. So same times every day. It's just instead of watching it live and communicating with everybody, um you'll just have to watch it and keep to yourself. <laughs> or you can still put comments on. You can still put comments on the video. It just won't be live comments. So, you know, things that we got to deal with, but we'll push through because you are never going to stop sil- uh you're never going to silence us. You're never going to censor us. We will always get the truth out. So having said that, something I've been waiting for for a very long time, it's a very heavy, (laughs) heavy sign here, but this comes from Raymond Lopez. And he made this for me quite a long time ago. It actually got sent to the wrong address, not his fault. It was the post office fault, but finally came back to us. And I'd like to thank the gentleman who had this in his store and found out who it belongs to live from America, the hip hop Patriot, a wonderful wooden sign. And again, that was sent to me by Raymond Lopez, who is an avid watcher of the show. So Raymond, I'd like to thank you so very much. I'm so happy that I finally got that. You have no idea. It's going to go up right on the wall right here. Good looking spot right here to the right side of me. And that's where it's going to sit. So thank you, Raymond, so very much. I'd also like to thank Dennis and Tatiana Sled uh, for numerous things. For all the things that you send us, for all of the comfort and love and support that you have given me, especially my wife over the last few days uh, because of what happened to her. Um, but we finally got the candy that you sent for Easter. <laughs> we finally got that. It was sent to the same address as that sign, okay? But you also sent this amazing Drain the Swamp cup. And part of the reason why they call me the Hip Hop Patriot is because of all the MAGA music that I've been creating since early 2016, really since late 2015, but definitely since 2016. And one of those songs in the the last four years was called Drain the Swamp. So make sure you check out that song, Jeremy Harrell, Drain the Swamp. Google it. You'll enjoy it. You'll have a good time with it. I'd also like to thank... Cheryl Klein, I got your letter, and I know I see that you wrote it in red. She says she says red ink is for Trump, um, but Cheryl Klein sent something really funny, <laughs> and she sent a massive giant whoopee cushion. And the reason that she sent this whoopee cushion is for one, we're talking about Eric Fartwell, so that we can play a fart. <laughs> fart noise or any or any of the other fart heads she said so what a wonderful gift from cheryl klein thank you very much and one more person that i would like to thank for a gift that i opened up this weekend is paul uh, paul kmark now paul kmark is also another uh, avid watcher of the show he sends funny gifts all the time there's things on my wall from him right now uh, and i actually have this coffee cup that he sent me but i have the normal size of the of this version he sent me a pretty big sized uh, coffee cup, and it says on it, it's the coffee cup that says the White House, uh, t- January 20th, 2021, Joe, you know I won, Donald Trump, President of the United States, and it's got the presidential seal on it. So just a wonderful, wonderful uh, group of gifts, as always, from all of you, and um, the best thing about this audience, other than the fact that you guys are just like serious action item people where, you know, we all stick together, where we go one, we go all, right? We make calls together, we email together, we hold people accountable together. But the other thing that's that's truly amazing that you guys do is you guys have my back during all of the censorship. You are not to be... Um, 
censored yourselves and you're not going to be told you cannot watch one of your favorite shows where you get your news every week, which is Live from America, and you find a way to follow me. You find a way to watch the show. And that's why it's important for you all to go sign up for the newsletter on JeremyHarrell.com. And of course, the monthly donations are a huge help when it comes to us working with the website and other things to figure out ways to add more uh, platforms, to add more options for you guys to be able to watch the show. And speaking of the website, it is in its new updated form, so make sure you go check out JeremyHerald.com. Go through all the tabs at the top and see how they've changed, but you'll see the biggest change in the online store and the music section of JeremyHerald.com. So now, one more shout out, Missy Revel, or Reveal. I don't know if it's Revel or if it's Reveal, but Missy Reveal sent me an email this morning and she goes, by the way, I would really love a shout out, so I had to give Missy a shout out. There you go, Missy. I hope you're doing well. God bless you. Thank you very much. Now, it's time uh, in the show for us to give our love, our honor, our attention, and our respect to God Almighty and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So if we could do that right now, the morning verse came from Hosea 6.6, and it says this, For I desired mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. Now, this is coming from God to the people, from God to the people. And I'll say it again, Hosea 6, 6, for I desired mercy and not sacrifice and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. So what's he saying here? Well, let me break it down for you. As a Christian who walks with Jesus, sometimes we still get caught up in the day-to-day routines. And before you know it, even your time with God can become routine. It happens to all of us, but when that happens, even our worship to God becomes a routine where we just go through the motions. God wants us to know him more than sacrifices of religion. God is after love that lasts, not more religion. Now I'm going to stop reading right there because that's what I wrote this morning in the newsletter. What do I mean by that? Well, so many people get caught up in their day-to-day prayers or their day-to-day, like how they pray, doing the Lord's Prayer in very, very, very routine every day. And we forget to just talk with God. We forget to just have a relationship with God. I do it myself sometimes. I catch myself very quickly now because when I feel like I am out of relationship or out of conversation with God, I feel a big emptiness, an emptiness that I just can't seem to fill. Okay, it's a never-ending hole that you can't fill when you feel out of relationship with God after you've experienced that relationship. And we can all get caught up in that, okay, it's time to eat, let's pray, without actually thinking about what you're praying for, without actually thanking God while you're thanking Him. You get what I'm saying? All right, let me move on and and continue to read here. Uh, The last thing I said was God wants us to know Him more than the sacrifices of religion. God is after love that lasts not more religion. God wants a special relationship between you and him so much that he sent his only son to die for it. That's how much he loves you. He wants a relationship with you so much that he sent his son to die. Think about that. Could you do that? I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. But that's how much God loves you. All right? Um, So when we get caught up in going through the motions or donating to charities weekly or our churches weekly, out of routine rather than love, we are letting God down. 
All of it should be for the reason of love between you and God through Jesus. Religion is a man-made thing and full of hypocrisy and routine worship. Rather than worship from the heart with a uh, rather than worship from the heart with a smile. This world doesn't want or need more religion. It needs Jesus. It needs real love and it needs it to be authentic and not just part of our everyday routines and motions. Does that make sense, folks? Do you get what I'm trying to say there? And that's that was a wonderful, wonderful passage to read this morning because this weekend we had our third birthday of the month for our children. We have three children that have birthdays in April. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? Um, and so you get caught up in the, the, the birthday, and then, of course, what happened to my wife and, and, and myself, and you get caught up with that, and, and you even... You even, instead of going through the motions, you forget that you even have a relationship with God where you're supposed to be renewed of that every hour, every day. You're supposed to renew that love every hour, every day. You're supposed to have a conversation with God every hour of every day. Um, so that's where that comes from. So let's, let's do the Lord's prayer. Let's, let's take a sec, a second here and not just say, okay, it's Lord's prayer time. Let's really focus on what the words are in the Lord's prayer and let's focus on the heart and the desire uh, to be with the Lord rather than just saying it. And then we'll get into the first and foremost section today. Amen? All right, let's do that. I'll show you my ugly Monday morning mop. All right, here we go. If you can, say it out loud so God can hear it from your lips to his ears. If not, though, say it inside for the Spirit to hear it. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And you know, the funny thing about that is I, I, I'm supposed to forgive YouTube. I'm supposed to forgive Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook for trespassing against me. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to keep on plugging away, continue to keep on doing my show because there's always an avenue in which you'll be able to see or at least hear the show. And I'm going to forgive those who trespassed against me. Now, speaking of trespasses, let's talk about what happened to my wife this weekend and why we're not live on YouTube as we normally are. Excuse me, as we normally are. This weekend, my wife went to a grocery store in our town that we shop at every week that we spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars every month there to try to feed a family of seven. We enjoy that grocery store. We enjoy its staff. My wife went in there on Saturday morning to get more of the provisions that we needed to finish off our daughter's birthday party that we were holding at a local bounce house. When she went in there as she does every week. Now, again, my wife actually does have a real condition where she can't wear a mask. That condition is not to be talked about. That condition is not for me to tell you what it is. It's a very private condition. And it's so private, in fact, that our daughters don't even know why, um, what, what that condition is. Okay, Our children just don't know. Because it's, you know, I'll just leave it at that. So my wife went to Hannaford's. Hannaford's is the grocery store. It is a a chain grocery store that the headquartered out of uh, the state of Maine, and it's it's H H A N N A F O R D S. 
she went in there, and when she walked in, there was a lady up front who said, um, would you please, or would you like a mask? And my wife said, no, thank you. I'm all set. And she goes, well, you need to put on a mask if you're going to be in here. And my wife said, well, no, I don't actually, because uh, there is no mask mandate, and uh, you can't just go on, um, uh, you can't just continue to make people wear something, A, when there's no mandate to do so, and B, if you're open to the public, and you can't discriminate against somebody, because even the, uh, even the mandate, say, even the federal mandate says, unless there's a health condition, or unless you have religious requirements that say that you can't wear one. Those two make you exempt no matter what, okay? No matter what. So the lady at the front desk or the at the in the front said, "Well, what is your health condition?" And my wife said, "Excuse me?" And she goes, "Well, what's your health condition that allows you not to wear one?" And my wife goes, "Well, that is very private and uh, I won't be discussing that with you, but I'm going to go ahead and do my shopping." So my wife walked away. While my wife was shopping, in the middle of her shopping, the store manager came up to my wife and walked up, by the way, within six feet of my wife while he was wearing his mask and asked my wife, here, put on this mask. Or, or no, he goes, do you have a mask? She says, no, I don't. He said, well, here, put on this mask. Uh, you, ha- you need to wear one in here. And she goes, actually, I don't need to wear one. I thank you for offering it. She was very nice. Um, I wish she was recording at this time. She didn't start recording until the police came, but we'll get to that in a minute. So he said, will you please put this on? She said, no, or put your mask on. She said, no. He goes, well, here, wear this, or I'm going to have to ask you to leave. My wife said, excuse me? He goes, you need to wear this mask, or I'm going to have to ask you to leave. My wife says, she, she, she quoted what the mask mandate used to be here in New Hampshire, and what federal law states that you can't discriminate against somebody based on X, Y, and Z. She said, I actually have a health condition where uh, I cannot wear this mask. She goes, so I'm not going to wear it. And he goes, well, what is your health condition? She says, I told the lady up front, I'm not going to discuss that with you. And you are not allowed to ask me that. He said, yes, I am allowed to ask you that. By the way, the lady up front also said that. Yes, I am allowed to ask you that and asked her again. So that's twice the lady asked her. Now, this guy asked her once. He said, what is your health condition? She says, I'm not going to tell you that. I'd just like to finish my shopping and I'll be out of here. Okay. She goes, we, we, we socially distance from people and, uh, and none of us are sick. So there's no need for it. He said, yes, I can ask you what your health condition is, uh, as the, as the manager of the store. And you are required to tell me what it is. If you're not going to wear a mask four times. Now my wife's federal rights were violated. Her civil federal light rights were violated. That's the fourth time. Now my wife, declined again and he said well if you don't tell me what your health condition is or put this mask on i'm going to have the police call i'm going to call the police and have them come and escort you out that was the fifth time that he tried to pry into making her tell him what her health condition was now mind you there are people in the store watching this all go down and my daughters my two older daughters were with my wife neither of them are We do not want them to know what my wife's health condition is for very, very important reasons. So my wife declined again. And at this point, the whole store is watching her. She's very embarrassed. She's going to go pay for her items at this point and leave. The guy calls the cops. His name is Colin Churchill from the Hannaford's Grocery Store in Claremont, New Hampshire. He calls the cops. The cops come and they ask my wife to leave because she's now being trespassed by Hannaford's. My wife, at this point, was at the checkout. She said, I will leave. 
after I pay for my goods. I'm paying now and I'm going to leave. They asked her, no, we need you to leave now. She already stuck her card in and started paying. She said, nope, I'm paying and then I'll leave. They ended up letting her finish her transaction and then leave. But then the cop um, follows her out. She starts recording and he then asks for her ID and he then trespasses her for a year based on what the manager want. His, his, his uh, request was to trespass my wife for a year from the store. Now, all of this embarrassment, all of this discrimination, all of this is going on. Meanwhile, nobody's holding accountable the general manager of the store and the police themselves um, were told that her civil rights were violated and they did nothing. They didn't ask if there was anything they could do. They just took her, took her ID and, um, trespassed her for one year away from the store. Now that prompted my daughters to ask my wife, um, well, what, what is the health condition that you're not allowed to wear them? You know, that you don't have to wear the mask. Now this whole year they have not had to ask her that because we have not been pressed. Now, here we are at the tail end of this ridiculous flu with a 99 plus percent survival rate. And now, because this happened, my wife was embarrassed. The children were crying, asking if my mom was, or asking if their mom was going to go to prison, asking if their mom was going to jail. They're afraid to go to another store with her. And they're now, they were pressing her on what her, medical reason was again i'm not going to discuss what her medical reason is because it's very personal and it's very private and it's very very embarrassing especially to have happen to you in front of your children in front of the store with a cop's validation behind it to kick her out and violate and and, and, and trespass her from there for a year now they could have easily done this all without prying into my wife's medical history they could have done all of this a very different way they decided not to so i ended up calling corporate i ended up talking to somebody for a very long time who uh instantly dispatched a research and investigation team they're supposed to be reaching back to me within 48 hours so that means by the end of the day today or by tomorrow morning i should uh, have a call back i told them that was unacceptable i wanted something to be done right now i wanted at least that manager to be suspended pending an investigation so this kind of stuff does not happen to anybody else this was very rude this was very wrong and she violated uh, her 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 federal civil rights were violated so long story short i ended up calling the general manager after i called the headquarters and told him exactly uh what he did what rights he violated. He very smugly told me no vi- rights were violated and you could call corporate. I said, I already did so. This is Jeremy from uh, Jeremy Harrell from LFA Media. I would like your statement on this. He says, I'm not giving a statement and I didn't violate anybody's rights and hung up on me. So yesterday I went into that store by myself without anybody with me, just showed up and went in to buy an item. I walked in with no mask. I recorded the entire thing. I walked right by that manager whom I found on Facebook. So I knew exactly what he looked like. Walked right by him. No mask. Nothing was said. There was also no lady at the front handing out masks. I walked around that entire store without a mask, recording the whole thing, bought something, went up to the counter, walked through. Nobody said anything to me. Everybody was very polite to me, told me, have a nice day. And I walked out. As I was walking out, another couple was coming in without a mask there was people in the store already previously prior to me walking out without a mask the couple that was coming in i got them on camera both of them were not wearing a mask guess what happened nothing 
None of them were, um, none of their rights were violated. None of them were asked to leave. I wasn't asked to leave. My rights weren't violated, which means not only were my wife's, uh, my wife's civil rights violated based on HIPAA laws that you're not allowed to pry into somebody's medical history, no matter who you are for any reason whatsoever, but it also now shows that my wife was targeted for whatever reason, whether it was because she was married to me and they knew who I am because I'm a public figure or whether it was him preying on a woman who was vulnerable and he was having a bad day. Long story short, Everybody else is allowed to go into that store without a mask, but my wife wasn't, and her medical history was pride, uh, was, uh, was basically violated because of HIPAA laws. You're not allowed to do that stuff. I don't care who you are. And for those watching this video right now who love the masky pads so very much that they're going to defend a store's rights to do that, let me read to you why you're wrong, and then we'll get on with some more news, okay? Because you, you can't do this stuff. Let me read to you U.S. Civil Rights Protections. And I don't know if most of you know this, but we got a hold of a lawyer. We're talking with the state and, and our civil rights lawyer today. And I've been given this information to read to all of you. So hopefully all of you can fight this incredible um, breach of our rights as Americans. And none of you have to put up with this ever again. All right? <clears throat> U.S. Civil Rights Protection. I have the legal right to enter, shop, and be served at this business as protected by law without covering my face. Why? Well, because of civil rights uh, laws. Let me read them to you. One, this private business has a legal classification as a, quote, public accommodation according to federal law. Title Three, Regulation 28 CFR 36.104. Your private business serves the public, and therefore must abide by all state and federal laws. No business policy supersedes the law. No governor's order, health order, emergency, or pandemic supersedes our constitutionally protected rights. This business is open to the public, and I am the public. Your denial of my service violates several federal laws. Federal Law 28 CFR 36.202 prohibits the, quote, denial of participation from this business establishment. 36202C states that unless I have been individually assessed as a, quote, direct threat, you, um, as a correct direct, you may not exclude me from the same and equal services as others. Denying my service or requiring me to be served outside or to be limited to home delivery is a violation of Title II, three, and seven of the U.S. Civil Rights Acts of 1964. Title III, Section 36.202 A, B, C, and 36.203 A, B, and C states that I shall not be denied the same participation and equal access as everyone else. The law prohibits you from serving me separately or differently. As such, this business is prohibited from unlawful discrimination by denying the entry of any member of the public who is um, not disturbing the peace. To do this is a crime and false, impris false imprisonment, and you will be held personally liable for this crime. These premises are open to the public, and thus any charge of trespass is a false accusation, and I am complying with all lawful conditions allowing me to remain on these premises. Now, 
direct threat. That is why they trespass people, because they feel that you are a direct threat to infecting somebody with COVID-19. So let's move on past the civil rights part to what a direct threat legal definition is. A, le a direct threat legal definition. There is no evidence that I am a direct threat to the health and safety of your business. According to Title III of the U.S. Civil Rights Act 36.208, in determining whether an individual poses a direct threat to, uh, to the health and safety of others, a public accommodation must make an individualized assessment based on reasonable judgment that relies on current medical knowledge or the best available objective evidence. Absent a court order of quarantine or isolation, there is no medical evidence that I am a threat to the health and safety of your business. Innocent until proven guilty in the United States. Therefore, my right to equal access of the goods, services, and privileges and facilities of this establishment is guaranteed by Title 2, 3, and 7 of the Civil Rights Co Act of 1964. Arrest warning. You are hereby notified that state and federal laws make it a crime to deny the rights of an individual. You can be arrested for this crime and held personally liable for criminal and civil damages, including fines and jail time. That means you can be personally charged and arrested for this crime. Regardless of what your manager, governor, or health officer says, no law or store policy supersedes the federal law. Now I know that was long-winded and I know I had to it was it was probably painful for you to hear US code and titles and laws and constitutional protected rights. However, I had to read that to you. I had to read that to you for a very very simple reason. Because you and your rights are being violated every single day, regardless of them prying into my wife's medical history, and regardless of the HIPAA laws that they broke, they're breaking laws every day. Every store, every store that is open to the public cannot refuse you if you are not a direct threat to the health and public safety of the people in that store. And since you are not a sick individual, and they can't prove that you are sick by a court order or any kind of quarantine order, then every person that denies you service for not wearing a mask is breaking your, breaking federal law. You need to know that. Knowledge is power, and we are going to move forward with the lawsuit against Hannaford's Grocery Store for what they did to my wife. And I just want you to know that I want that I thank you for all your support. I thank you for all of the, the, the outpouring of love. And I had a voice chat with all of you on Telegram the other night, which was absolutely wonderful. And my wife even actually got to say hi to a lot of you. And thank you for your support. Now, I also want to tell you about how dangerous this mask mandate and all of these rules like vaccine passports is. It is further dividing our country and it is further making the people who do not want to get the vaccine or who do not want to wear a mask be discriminated against, which is against federal law, by others who do. And that is not right. And guess who's responsible for that? Rat-faced Dr. Fauci himself. His flip-flopping uh, mandates and advice and suggestions have caused the same thing that he caused in the early 1980s, which were hate crimes against gay people because of fear of, of contracting AIDS. He, he um, created fear in the early 80s, which led to hate crimes and misinformation, by the way. And he's creating fear again, which is going to lead to discrimination and hate crimes for people who don't want to wear masks and don't want to get vaccinated. Funny thing about that is, 
is this morning I woke up to another message saying that all Claremont schools were actually not going to be in session today. And why were all Claremont public schools not going to be in session today? Let me read this to you. This is from the SAU 6 to all parents in Claremont, New Hampshire. Due to an extreme number of staff experiencing side effects from their second vaccination appointments this weekend, there will be no school tomorrow, April 19, 2021, for Claremont Public Schools. What is that saying? That's saying that so many staff members got the vaccine and got their second shot and are now deathly sick and cannot make it to school. So they're absent from being able to teach because they got their vaccine shot. We simply do not have enough available staff to safely operate schools in Claremont tomorrow. There will be school for the Unity Elementary School tomorrow as there have not been any reported absences. Again, there will be no school, nor will there be remote instruction tomorrow, April 19, 2021, for all Claremont public schools. Why? Because people are sick from receiving the vaccine shot. You know, the ones that are made with aborted fetuses, fetus cells, that stuff. So this whole thing has been nothing but a divisive political stunt by Dr. Fauci, the highest paid official in government, even higher than the president of the United States of America. Now, moving on to news. Over the weekend, we found out that WikiLeaks actually re-dropped some leaked emails that they hacked when they hacked the DNC server back in 2016. They actually released these emails in 2016, but nobody cared because Dominion wasn't the talk of the town back then. Dominion actually has been in a coordinated effort with the Democrats of the United States of America since 2016. They actually reached out to John Podesta, who was the DNC chair at that time and who worked with the Hillary Clinton campaign. They reached out to him and asked if there's anything that they could do to basically rail against Trump. This is Dominion voting machines. Democrats didn't take Trump's um, possible win seriously, so they didn't really get Dominion involved as much as they did in the 2020 election. Once they found out that President Trump smashed Hillary Clinton and she wrote that book, what happened? Because she didn't know what happened. And everybody was saying that President Trump stole the election. They actually worked with the Democrats for the next four years until 2020 to make sure that President Trump did not win again. So I'm going to bring up and show you on the screen what I'm talking about. All right. Let's transition over here so you can see it. If you're watching anyway on Rumble, it says Dominion Advisor met with John Podesta offering, quote, anything that would help defeat Trump, according to an email released by WikiLeaks. So let's go on and read this. An email previously released by WikiLeaks reveals that the Dominion voting advisor, uh, a, a Dominion voting advisor, met with John Podesta during Hillary Clinton's campaign to discuss ways that they could help defeat Donald Trump. In 2018, Dominion Voting announced that it had been acquired by its management team and Staple Street Capital, a New York-based private equity firm, who was being advised by Kirkland and Ellis. LLP. During Clinton's campaign, according to an email chain released by WikiLeaks, Kirkland and Ellis LLP partner Cameron S. Bajwa met with John Podesta while offering anything to help defeat Donald Trump. Podesta at the time was the chair of Hillary Clinton's 2016 U.S. presidential campaign. On Saturday, 
December, 9, uh, December 19, 2015, Bajwa wrote to Podesta, it was a pleasure to meet this past, this past TH in New York as discussed. I want to do whatever I can by way of sharing ideas, raising funds, recruiting campaign volunteers, and anything else that can help with your campaign. I hope my small efforts to introduce you to a growing group of professionals like myself will able to uh, will be able to boost your important work for Secretary Clinton's campaign. There's part of the email right there. And then the rest of it says, I come to New York frequently and would welcome the opportunity to sit with you and discuss the best way to coordinate our efforts. If you will be in New York January 5th, I will be free that day to meet you at any time and, play, at a, and place convenient for you. Podesta responded by saying, can't remember whether we discussed Trump's effort on ISIS slash radical recruitment. Are you following that? John Podesta, just a, um, uh, John, just a quick note to say I was watching up with my, uh, watching, uh, catching up with my senior partner, Bill Singer, back in the office and letting him know of my intentions to help your campaign as much as I can. He was very effusive, uh, very effusive in his praise of you and asked me to send along his regards. I will look forward to being, uh, to being touch after the break. Bajwa wrote, on December 21st. Now it continues to go on. Um, but then there's this uh, tweet from Rye Guy. Who says article from 2018 stating the advisors for Staple Street Capital were Kirkland and Ellis LLP. And Kirkland rep met with one the one and only John Podesta in 2016. Asking to help in any way with the elections. Let me ask you. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not the brightest guy in the room. But if Dominion. Voting machines are meeting with the Democrats in 2016. Number one, that's that should be a complete uh, conflict of interest right there. The voting machines that a majority of the country is using, the the representatives from that company are meeting with the heads of the Democratic Party and asking if there's anything that they can do in order to to defeat President Trump. The voting machine people. Hello, guys. Hello, McFly. McFly. But meanwhile, it seemed that... Nobody cares. When everybody should care. Because look what happened four years later. They had four years to figure out how to bring in massive mail-in ballots, how to confuse the entire voting system, and had the insurance policy, which is what Stretchface Armstrong said was her arrow and her quiver of Dominion being able to help. The reason why Dominion didn't do it in 2016 was because the Democrats were arrogant enough to believe that they actually were not going to lose the election to Donald Trump, which they did. That is why everybody was so confused and the Democrat Party worked for the next four years along with Dominion. And that is exactly why Dominion, the Democrats, the left, and all their lawyers and all of these woke corporations that have board members that are owned by the left, because the left is who put them on there to begin with, is all fighting so hard for Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michigan not to do any kind of forensic audits on their ballots because they don't want the world to see the cheating that occurred from Dominion and the Democrats working together. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the real story. And you can find that on Gateway Pundit. Now, we are going to give Marjorie Taylor Greene 
the first Smarty Award of the day today, and I'll tell you why right now. Marjorie Taylor Greene gets the first Smarty Award of the day today because she is introducing, um, she is introducing, um, she's going to be introducing a way to get Maxine Waters expelled from Congress. That's huge. Now, why would Marjorie Taylor Greene be bringing, um, bringing up a way to get rid of Maxine Waters? Well, I can tell you two reasons. One, it's because of Maxine Waters' constant, constant uh, inciting violence. She's been doing it since President Trump won in 2016. She asked you to get in the faces of people. She asked you to get confrontational with people. She asked you to, um, to not let people rest, to not give people peace, and all of that. That was in 20, what, 17, 2016, 2017? Well, she did it again over the weekend. And now she's stirring up violence, and she's planting seeds, and she's basically giving that dog whistle um, order to Antifa and BLM to burn things down if Derek Chauvin doesn't get tried for murder. If he just gets manslaughter, she's instructing BLM and Antifa, the uh, basically the, the, the long arm of the Democratic Party to do their bidding to burn cities and to get confrontational with people and get in the streets more and get even more confrontational than they already are if he gets manslaughter over murder. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she shouldn't be the one that's doing this. Who should be? Kevin Coward McCarthy. Kevin McCoward should be the one that's doing this. But he has said, I'm going to leave it up to Nancy Pelosi to basically punish Maxine Waters. Are you kidding me? That's what you do? Marjorie Taylor Greene should be the leader of the Republican Party in the House. She at least has moved forward. She's the only one that's moved forward with any kind of articles of impeachment against Biden, knowing that they weren't going to go anywhere, but at least she's fighting, okay? She's done many, many things, including um, rake in more money than any other Republican for the Republican Party for the midterms in 2022, and now she's trying to get Maxine Waters expelled from Congress. But Kevin McCarthy, Kevin McCoward, is really nowhere to be found. He should be the one doing it. And that's why Marjorie Taylor Greene gets the Smarty Award of the day. But we can't give her the Smarty Award without giving Maxine Waters the dum-dum of the day. And I'm going to show you what I mean. A lot of people have not seen this yet. Maybe some have. But this is Maxine Waters basically calling for violence and confrontation in the streets if Derek Chauvin is not tried for murder. Here we go. Check this out. Oh, come on. Come on. And so, yes, I would like to see the bill in Congress passed on police reform, but I know that the right wing, the racists, are opposed to it, and I don't know what's going to happen to it, but I know this. We've got to stay in the street, and we've got to we've got to demand justice. As a black man, despite all of the efforts, I feel like nothing changes. And George Floyd is waking so many people up. Yet nothing has happened, just you know, despite the rhetoric. Like what what needs to happen that's different this year than all the years before? We're looking for a guilty verdict. We're looking for a guilty verdict. And we're looking to see if all of the talk that took place and has been taking place after they talked, what happened to George Floyd, if nothing does not happen, 
of that, we've got to not only stay in the street, but we've got to fight for justice. But I am very hopeful, and I hope uh, that we're going to get a verdict that is say guilty, guilty, guilty. And if we don't, we, don't, we cannot go away. And not just manslaughter, right? I mean... Oh, no, not manslaughter. No, no, no. This is, this is guilty for murder. I don't know whether it's in the first degree, but as far as I'm concerned, it's first degree. Congressman, what happens if we do not get, get what you just told? What should the people do? What should protesters on the street do? I didn't hear you. What happens... What should protesters do? Well, we, we got to stay on the street, uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they, they know that we mean business. What do you think about this curfew tonight? We've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to stay in the streets. We've got to show the right-wing extremists and the right-wing white supremacists that this was murder. We will not accept manslaughter. We want murder or else we're going to be in the streets getting more confrontational, burning more cities, basically. That's what she's saying. Damn the evidence. Who cares about the evidence in the trial? Who cares about the proof? Who cares about the facts? Who cares about what actually happened? Maxine Waters, as far as she is concerned, Derek Chauvin should get murdered. And this is what she did in 2016, and she's doing the same thing again now. So, will blood be on her hands? Will blood be on uh, Stretchface Armstrong's hands if she doesn't do anything about this? No, because the Dems win in the court of public opinion every single time something happens. Why? Because unlike the Republicans, the Democrats, even though they're in the wrong, and even though they are as evil as the devil himself actually make things happen. Meanwhile, Republicans sit around and do absolutely nothing like Kevin McCoward, worthless McCarthy, that's in the House of Representatives as a Republican right now. Okay? Now, here's the thing. This has already led to, this kind of stuff is already leading to, um, to evil and damage. National Guard's troops are being run out of places when they're trying to go in there and, 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 and create peace and get rid of the troublemakers, they're actually getting shot at. That's right. National Guard's troops are actually getting shot at. And nobody's doing anything about it. So first, the left puts National Guard troops in our nation's capital, on our nation's soil, to surround our capital so that you and I can't get in it on baseless claims of violence, potential violence coming. Never happened. Then they stuck them in um, parking garages to sleep on the floor with one bathroom to use for male and females. That's right, the two genders that only exist. The only two genders that exist. Then they go put them on the streets and allow them to get shot at and do nothing about it but continue to blame white supremacy, white nationalism, and this cop who clearly did exactly what he was supposed to do as a cop based on the evidence and the facts that have been given in that trial. But damn the facts and damn the evidence. We want him in jail because he was a white cop who killed a drug addict, overdosed black man who actually died from something completely different than the neck or the, the, the knee on the back of the neck because it wasn't there to begin with. That's what we're dealing with. And now our National, tr National Guard's troops are being shot at. Shot at. With guns. But yet we're not doing anything about it. What? a mess we're in, what a dum-dum Maxine Waters is. And speaking of dum-dums and race-baiting and dividing and, 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 and causing people to be um, discriminated against, 
Let's move to Brother Fredo. You know who Brother Fredo is, right? Brother Fredo is the younger brother of the governor of New York who actually does sexually harass people, intimidates people, threatens people, bullies people, lies, cheats, and steals. And that's just what we know of that's been reported in the news. Listen to Brother Fredo, Chris Cuomo, on CNN talk about how white kids are the ones that need to be shot in order to make a difference in this country. I'm not lying. He said it. Don't believe me? Here you go. George Floyd, Dante Wright. I wonder if you'll remember their names six months from today because they'll be replaced by so many others. You're here, people. What are you going to do when you see these shootings? You know what you're going to do. That George Floyd. Did you hear about him? That Dante Wright. Did you hear about him? That 13-year-old Adam. You know he was a gangbanger. Why do that? Because you want to make the problem them. Takes the onus off the idea that you're wrong about policing not needing to change. Forget that police are trained to deal with non-compliance with force that is not lethal. Hey, comply or die. And you know what the answer is. You really do. You don't like it. I don't like it. It scares me. Shootings, gun laws, access to weapons. Oh, you! I know when they'll change. Your kids start getting killed. White people's kids start getting killed. Smoking that doobie that's actually legal probably in your state now, but they don't know what it was, and then the kid runs and it pop, 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 pop. Cop was justified. Why'd you run? Oh, we had a baseball game tonight. Oh, the white kid. Oh, big family, that house over there. Those start piling up. What is going on with these police? Oh, what? Maybe we shouldn't even have police. That kind of mania, that kind of madness, that'll be you. That'll be the majority because it's your people. See, now black people start getting all guns, forming militias, protect themselves. Can't trust deep state. You'll see a wave of change. In access and accountability. We saw it in the 60s. That's when it changes. Because that's when it's you. And that is Brother Fredo of the Communist News Network. But I, w- I, w- I would ask you, Brother Fredo, how's your brother doing in, 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 as governor? How's he doing with the laws he's breaking? How's the sexual harassment charges coming? How's the, pe- how's, how's the women doing that he sexually harassed and, and intimidated? Hmm? Hmm? And here, you know what he's doing right now? This, this is Chris Cuomo basically planting seeds and using his dog whistle like Nancy or like uh, Maxine Waters did in order to get people to shoot white kids. That's what he's doing. That's what the news does. There are crazy enough people out there who listen to the news like that and then go out there and go, hey, maybe we should go out there and kill white kids. So, when that starts happening, which it will, watch. Are we going to call that racist? Are we going to put blood on his hands? Are we? Hey, Chris Cuomo. There is no shortage of dum-dums for you and your sexually abusive, harassing, bully of of a brother, Governor Andrew Cuomo. There's no shortage of dum-dums for you guys. Now, 
You know it's sad when what is supposed to be respected news outlets in this country become so fake. And Donald Trump called them out in 2016. Nobody knew it was that bad. Oh, it's that bad. Want to know how I know that? This morning, I was in the store buying an SD card so I could record these instead of doing them live. I came across the National Enquirer. Now, you and I grew up thinking, oh, the National Enquirer, that's just nothing but fake news. We watch real news. We watch CNN. We watch MSNBC, Fox, all the rest. Unless you hear it on them, it's fake. National Enquirer this morning. Biden's son's money schemes exposed. You want to know what it says right here? It says, inside $10.4 million China and Burisma deals, truth about the president and payoff scandal, and how he manipulated his worried father. The National Enquirer is actually printing truth when the, quote, respected news outlets are reporting fake and false news and never letting you know the truth about COVID, about the Democrats, about Dominion, about the election, and about Biden's crime family. When you have the National Enquirer telling the truth and those respected news outlets fail to do just that, then you know that your country truly is upside down. Truly is upside down. The election or any of that stuff that we talk about, the COVID, the election, Biden's crime family, none of us are allowed to post that on social media at all. Why? Because it hurts the elite swamp donkeys of the left. That's why we're ba- that's why I can't be on YouTube right now. Because I said something about COVID that was true that YouTube and the left did not want me to get out there to you so that you didn't do the same thing I did. I said this. This is why I got banned. Because I said, because some lefty is freaking out over a flu that has a 99% chance of survival. That's on the CDC website, folks. That's not misinformation. That is why they banned me from YouTube for a week. Because I said of a flu with a 99% chance of survival, which it does, to three different age group categories. The only people that doesn't have a 99 plus percent chance of survival are 70 and above. One out of the four age categories is the only one that doesn't have it. Three do. I get banned. Why? Because it hurts the leftist elite swamp donkeys narrative. And they don't want you actually woke. They want to be fake woke. And they want to feed lies and a narrative to you. Like the vaccine passports. Now here's a good... uh, Many states have already have already banned the idea of a vaccine passport. New Jersey Republicans are now pushing, if you live in the state of New Jersey, you should know this, New Jersey is now pushing for uh, to, have, to ban vaccine passports as well. The biggest problem with masks and the vaccine passports and this whole COVID thing, besides the fact that it infringes on your rights and takes away your freedoms and stole the election, the biggest reason besides all of that is the, is the, um, the discrimination. What do I mean by that? Well, look what happened to my my wife. Look what the masks have already done. Look what they've already done. The masks have already made people discriminate against you. The fact that you will or will not decide to get a vaccine makes people discriminate against you. They are causing discrimination 
and they are causing divisiveness. Look at my whole, look at the thing, my, um, my wife's situation. My wife got embarrassed. My wife's rights were violated. My kids are afraid that my wife's going to go to jail because she got a cop come to criminally trespass against her. Hannaford's is now in big trouble with a possible lawsuit. This guy might get fired and or charged. All of this happened. And I get banned for a week. All of this happened because of masks. Because of a freaking mask, which on the box says does not prevent you from giving COVID-19. Hell, you can't even get the vaccine and be prevented by getting COVID-19. Why? Because it is a flu. And people catch flus and people survive. Everybody that I know, everybody who's got COVID-19, who's caught it in the last year, went through it just fine. And most of them said it was easier than the regular flu. Anyway. I digress. That's going to end the show for today. I will be back 5 p.m. Eastern time tonight for more Live from America. This is Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, telling you to stand up for your rights and stop letting them trample, even if it means sacrificing something. In most cases, it would sacrifice your job. I'm not telling you to sacrifice your job, but I'm asking you, what hill are you willing to die on? How many of your freedoms are you willing to give up because of convenience? That's my question to you. I will fight until I lose everything if I have to. I'll fight till I lose everything, including my life, if I have to. And I encourage you to do the same. So thank you for watching today, folks. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. Ask Lynn Wood. He knows. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep your head up high. Because you, my friends, are children of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. God bless you. I'll see you at 5 p.m. Eastern Time tonight for more Live from America. Have a great, wonderful, safe, happy, and freedom-loving day. See you later, folks.